Welcome back to the Keeping It Together podcast. I'm Sabrina and I'm Melissa. Dude, I'm so tired. It's been a fucking trip. Oh, God. Y'all ain't ready for this episode 19. Stop shouting into the microphone. It's the only way I'm going to stay awake through this. Um, so I guess a quick catch up, but uh, we just got back from Philadelphia. We, we, we like two hours again. ago. Yeah, yeah, not that long ago. Um, yes, we've spent the past, what, what is it? Since Friday, like 72 hours together. We yes. haven't killed each other yet. Usually yes. we have space in between each other, but you know, it's been a good time. You get to deal you got to deal with me for yeah. a very long time. Um a couple things to catch y'all up on. Um we're gonna be launching the video series uh at the end of this week. Um we're finishing our editing process of different people we interviewed from Yuzu. Um and we're gonna be releasing dates of when we're gonna be throughout the city to Film hall, y'all keep it together. We had a couple really good responses from people about doing this, so we're gonna make it a thing. Uh, and every other week, you're gonna have a video series on our Instagram. The videos are gonna be anywhere like a minute long. It's gonna be great, it'll be fun, and you can hang out with us, interact with us. I think we're gonna keep good it time. together. We are a good time. I mean, we, we, we can ask her. I mean, you can ask our friends that went with us. I don't know. Man, it was a trip. We we had a lot of laughs. Oh, all we did laughs. was laugh all weekend. Those are the best. Uh, but oh. to, <laughs> so to kick this episode up, uh, treat of the week this week is a little bit different because we are starving. Uh, we went around the corner from the studio, uh, around the corner from Gotham to Aroma Espresso Bar, and we got some salads. I got an alfajore cookie that I haven't had since I lived in Peru. Life-changing. I got a salad, and then I got, like, this cinnamon roll thing. I don't know. Enjoy I really it. shouldn't have treated myself. I... I ate my weight in had, Philly cheesesteaks and french fries. We had treats of the week all fucking weekend. All they had was cheese and fries and steak. And that's pretty much what my diet consisted of. Oh, my God. And alcohol. It's I not a good time. Drink so much soda. I drink so much soda. I don't think I could tell you the last time I drank soda was until this weekend. It's just not a thing. It's truly not. I know, um, my, my body is not okay right now. No. I mean, I'm used to, like, not eating a lot. And mm-hmm. when I eat, it's the right stuff. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I was putting in Philly cheesy steaks and fries and, and so much all at once. Like, just so much bread and cheese, fat, just... Uh, sometimes you need it. Sometimes you True need yourself. it. True yourself. I came back to New York like a potato <laughs> yo here for it uh we have one current event this week it's a one that is very near and dear to our hearts god bless ohio state god bless urban meyer oh for yeah pulling out that win against penn state 20 what was it 27 26 it was a one point difference mm-hmm. game literally down to the wire we were in philly watching the game i thought i was gonna have a heart attack halfway through this game thinking we were gonna lose also because i bet money on it and that was stressful and this is why you should not gamble 
This is exactly why. This is why the one time I gambled all season. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, it was it was very interesting uh, and, watching the game in, in, uh, in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania because there were so many Penn State fans around us. We and, were like the only Ohio State fans in the bar were just like... I believe this was Urban's first game back. His first or second game back of the season. Yeah. After the huge scandal with the offensive coach, he's... Dad is back. Yeah, Dad is I mean, back with his boys. Also, both teams were four now. Mm-hmm. That both was a huge him. thing. It was a really, really big upset, and the Bucks did it. The Bucks pulled through. Never a doubt. We're never not looking a doubt. too in the beginning. Oh my Hell gosh! No. The first half of the game was awful. I hated nope. watching it. Sorry, you listeners who aren't a fan of football, but we are. We are. I mean, I was. Born and raised in Ohio, we mm-hmm. born live, and raised a Buckeye fan. Live, eat, breathe it, man. I bleed scarlet and gray. <laughs> I eat Buckeyes for breakfast. I like to think it was my decision to going to of going to Ohio State, but one hundred percent. As as soon as I told my dad that I wanted to tour there, he was gunning for it the whole time. Oh, I know. Your dad has it tattooed on his leg. He, he has the big blocko symbol just tatted and i love it he does it's true so i don't think it was really my choice i think it was like my destiny <laughs> you were destined all right uh Sabrina, you want to talk about our topic this week thanks let for, the listeners know who we are thanks what we for doing? asking me to do that as soon as i like bit into the cinnamon roll <laughs> like thank you <laughs> anytime homie this is what i'm here for i'm not trying to swallow this dang thing it's not going down my mouth um is it swallow I Don't give me those eyes. All right, we talk. With, uh, we're talking about traveling. With how fitting! Perfect. Yeah, since we got we just got back from a trip. I know we needed it. I needed to get out of this fucking city for no, I mean, for a hot minute. It felt it felt good to just get out, get away from everything, get a change of scenery. I mean, we went to another city, but. Philadelphia yeah. is not as fast paced as New York is, and even the area that we were in was oh a my very God, slow so kind of area. Quiet and great. Mm. I mean, traveling is so important for everybody. I will never understand when somebody tells me they've never traveled. It blows my mind. Like when my boyfriend told me he didn't have a passport, I was like completely shocked. Well, passport I can see because to travel internationally, that's a little bit more expensive True. than All traveling right. across the country. All right. But, All right. I mean, if you've, if you've never, like, left your state mm-hmm. in your whole life. Yeah, it's just not something I'm like, how have you never wanted to go to another city or another state or, like, see the damn world? I know. There's some people who just kind of, like, live in their bubble, and it's like, you can't just remain in this plastic bubble of, like... I mean, but I also get it though because but I, yeah, it, I see it, the other it can side. It's terrifying. I mean, that's on, the whole point of traveling. On Friday, when we, on Friday when we just went over to Jersey City to find the car. Oh my god! I was like, where are we? What's going on? And I was like, just trying to get to Philadelphia. Listen, I was terrified trying to get food for y'all at the food truck, and I had to walk past this strip club that was definitely oh, sketchy. Yeah, in Philadelphia. And there was definitely some illegal activities going around there, and I was not okay. Yeah, I mean... I started running through the street <laughs> with food in hand. I mean, when you travel, you have to go outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Um, 
go see somewhere new you don't know mm-hmm. anything about the town you kind of have to explore it you don't know what you're going to encounter yeah you really don't and people people don't always like change or getting uncomfortable mm-hmm. you know yeah for sure i mean we have an article pulled up um to kind of talk about why it's good for your mental health this one comes from forbes and it's just five simple pretty easy reasons as to why you should do it I mean, the first one, it's a great stress buster. You're not thinking about your your job. You're not thinking about your daily life or your little parts of your life that are within your comfort zone of the town that you live in. You just can kind of take a break and take a breather and have a reset button and just think about something else. Uh, the article says here, the work and daily demands can distract us from what we find to actually be meaningful and interesting. Um, and thus... Taking a break from daily hustle and bustle is essential to relax and recharge. Um, the second reason helps reinvent yourself. I I mean, how many times have we talked about all my stories in my life have come from me traveling? Whether that was domestically, internationally, it's built who I am as a person. Yeah, I mean, you get to go and mm-hmm. see the world and have those, those experiences to bring with you. Yeah, I mean, I recently counted... All the places I've been to, um, I've been now to 15 different countries, um, which equates to three continents now. Um, And city-wise, I counted, I've been to 75 different cities. That's a lot. And and each city kind of has helped build a piece of who I am, Mm -hmm. you know? Even if it was for like 48 hours, you had something you were a part of. Or you felt like you knew you have a connection to it. Yeah. Yeah. It it you know I can, I can definitely see that. I mean, and also too especially if you travel with people, mm-hmm. you build a bond with those people. Yeah. You learn about them, they learn about you. Well, because everybody's vulnerable. Especially if it's a place you don't know, like what we did this weekend. We didn't know where we were going. We didn't know anything around us and just kind of winged it. And that's the best way you got to do it. We really did wing it. <laughs> the Eastern was- State Penitentiary. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there are five of us going around this prison. The Eastern State Penitentiary, one of the most famous penitentiaries uh, in in the U.S. And we're going around. I, I don't even know how we started this, like, thick country accent. Oh, no. I know exactly how. I'll tell you the story. So one of the people that went on the trip with us, his name is Eric, and um, he I, I met him through the gym that I work at, and he's he's a really nice guy. And one day he came into the gym and he just started talking like this thick, deep Southern accent, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What the heck is that?" And apparently he has a coworker that is from the South that talks just like that. Mm-hmm. Calls and his so, company, call me. And so he just picked it up because he thought it was cool. And I was like, you're from the South Bronx. like, <laughs> And here he is going through the cell blocks. Look at this penitentiary. And then there was the adult content cell block where they talked about like the electrical chairs, like all the different crazy shit that went on. The killing woman by death row. He comes up and he goes, this cell belonged to Elmo. Elmo Martin killed a girl. And there were, like, small children around him, and he's, like, going off reading this whole sign in this, like, thick country accent, and I don't think I've ever laughed harder in my entire life. It, it was honestly one of the, the funniest things I've, I've seen. I know. Oh, my God. Who knows? 
the the next reason here it says it boosts happiness and satisfaction like obviously one you're not going to work and and two it gives you the opportunity to step away from your daily grind uh in general people aren't you know meant to be tied down just to one place their entire lives we're not we have to experience change you know once you get comfortable that's when you know you have to move on to the next thing Mm -hmm. or at least try and go see something because humans don't like to be trapped i always say i don't want to be put in a box i don't like being put in a box i mean Mm -hmm. also to break out of that box also, too, seeing and doing the same thing every day, it gets boring. Oh, it's so it boring. boring. So, you know, it was a very exciting thing to just get out of the city, go see someplace new, mm-hmm. bond with some friends, and like, yeah. um, have a bunch of laughs. Like, now I'll have inside jokes with Brittany. <laughs> this girl trying to do these Kylie Jenner poses on a motorcycle. Oh, Not any, we have no idea whose motorcycle this is, and this girl was dropping and popping it in the street. Oh, I love her. I, I again, I haven't laughed that hard in, in a very long time. Um, a couple other points. The next reason it makes you mentally resilient. I cannot tell you how many solo trips I would do solely to see how I would become and and hopefully better myself. Each solo travel trip that I do or any trip that I do, I kind of come back feeling like a little bit more confident and like a little bit more secure in myself. I've always said solo travel, if you ever want to find who you are and really understand you, do it alone. Um, There was a time I did a trip I was, um, I actually was in Peru when this happened. I went for a weekend. I didn't tell anybody. I told my host's family and I went to a beach for the weekend and rented a little cottage and I just stayed in this cottage and I surfed and, and snorkeled and, and did like a lot of self meditation reflection. And it was honestly one of the most transformative experiences of my life. Just kind of going and just isolating myself from everything and, and really just trying to focus on my roots and, and finding who I was. Yeah. I mean, so I've never done anything like that where I've actually like gone somewhere and stayed somewhere by myself. Mm-hmm. But I've done the whole like traveling, either driving in the car yeah, or like flying a plane, like doing that, like going far distances by myself. Yeah. And the fact that I was able to find the place where I was going. Or get myself onto the plane. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, there was a huge, huge confidence factor. Yeah, that. it's it helps you rely on yourself. You know, at the end of the day, the only person we are ever going to have is ourselves. And we have to learn how to rely on ourselves and count on ourselves to be there. Mm-hmm. It's a huge thing. And some people don't do it. They want to count on other people to take care of them. And, like, yeah, that's not how it is. I mean, honestly... When I when I would have to do like the long drives by myself, um, through like Ohio to yeah to and from school, even when I had to go to the fitness conference in uh, mm-hmm. Illinois by myself, I like I have a ball whenever yeah. I drive far distances in the car by myself because I get to sing, I get to just mm-hmm. think. Sometimes I'll call my mom, I'll call a friend or whatever, mm-hmm. and. No, I enjoy yeah. that alone time. But then I also like, hey, I'm getting myself mm-hmm. where I need to go by myself. 
I don't need no man. Just kidding. <laughs> I don't need no man. You a strong, independent woman who don't need no man. <laughs> On this note, I have a surprise for you. We had a listener write in a question. I know. I'm so excited. Uh, she wouldn't be left anonymous. So we're gonna we're gonna honor that. Um, she wrote in wanting to know what our thoughts on solo travel were. So her question was, do you think solo travel has to be only when you're single or can you be in a relationship to experience solo travel? So I'll let you answer first. I think for me, you can be in a relationship, but I guess also me as an individual in relationships, um, you know, I'm not solely reliant on my partner mm-hmm. i'm i'm a i'm a very headstrong woman i've i've recently discovered this about myself that i like to do my own thing mm-hmm. it i feel like the only difference for me personally if i was in a relationship with somebody and i wanted to do solo travel is just that i would have somebody to check in with yeah or that's, that's a huge some, thing somebody's like looking out for me like if if they don't hear from me for a couple hours, well, yeah. for a couple hours, like a day or two, yeah. then, you know, they're, they're going to be the ones that for sure help. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. I, I think it's a case by case basis. I think one, you kind of have to have set boundaries if you are in a relationship. My personal opinion, it is a lot better when you're single because you kind of don't have to worry about anything or anyone and you can just kind of do your thing not that it's a burden to like have to check in with someone or whatever but you know all my solo trips were all when i was single and it was a really really great experience knowing that like i could do this and like be okay not being in a relationship or or being able to really figure out how i could rely on myself yeah you know so i i think it again it depends um, and it depends where you're going. I, if it's like a domestic trip, do it. Yeah. If it's international, it, it can be tricky. Um, international solo travel is the best because you can just go hostel hopping and meet so many different people and just kind of do your thing. And, and you don't have to rely on anybody else while you're there or abroad. Yeah. And communication can get uh, can get pretty tricky. Uh, there was one time I the only time it was like it was like that relationship that's not a relationship type of deal with someone. And this guy and I were dating like what was it five years ago now, and I really wanted to go to England. <clears throat> and I and I said to him, "I'm gonna go, and you can either go with me or you're not gonna go with me." And he didn't go, which is fine. Um, And we ended up, like, ending it while I was over in Europe because he was not okay with the fact that I still wanted to go. What was I going to do? Cancel my plans just because one person didn't want to go? No. If you don't want to go, that's on you. I'm still going to go, and I'm still going to experience these things because I want to, personally, I want to see the world, and I want to see other cultures so don't I, I don't get hindered you know if if you are in a relationship and you do want to do these trips do them just just make sure you know you you communicate and, and set the the parameters of whatever you want them to be yeah i mean 
When it comes down to it, at the end of your life, you deserve to look back and have these experiences, you know, and you deserve to do it without, like, having somebody holding you back, you know? Yeah. You have great stories to tell. Like, that's, uh, like, every situation I, I personally go into, I look, I'm either going to have a really good story to this or I could die. And I really hope for the first option. <laughs> After this weekend, we have so many good stories. I know. We, we're going to so um, talk about a couple. Um, the next point here on this article, it enhances creativity. So um, it, it talks about here how it enhances the depth and integrativeness of thought, consequently giving a boost to your creativity. Although it's important to note that traveling stimulates creativity only when you engage with the local culture of that place. Merely visiting a new city or a country isn't going to cut it. Hundred percent. Just because you go somewhere and you're not like, like you you go to a local like a city and you want to go to a chain restaurant or or you want to go to like a Target and you don't want to go in and look at what locally is around. Oh my gosh, I, I cannot take it when people come into the city and they go to like Applebee's. Oh my God! Wait, or I knew somebody or- who went to. Applebee's for breakfast when they visited the city because they didn't know where to go. Like, what? You just go to a deli or or go to, like, I'll even say, go to a Starbucks. Fine. Understandable. Applebee's for breakfast? I was mind-fucked. Mind-fucked when that happened. I'm, I'm sitting here confused. <laughs> like, I am confusion. 100%. But it, it's the one thing uh, for me that would always kind of, in my figure skating days, every time I would travel to a new place, I'm like, how can I incorporate this into a program or how can I incorporate whatever is going on here into who I am? I mean, for me, I usually end up writing song lyrics. Uh, either a view or like even a thing mm-hmm. will inspire song lyrics to me for example i don't know if this will actually ever be a full song but we were talking about like that willow tree yeah and that was like inspiring like a song in my head mm-hmm. <laughs> pulled out my phone notes i'm sure you did <laughs> verses written we'll see what happens from mm-hmm. there but you never know you never know uh, moving along, we have two topics from listeners that they wanted to talk about. Um, so the first one, a listener wrote in wanting to know some of our favorite places and why. Not necessarily why, as in what did we like most about the city, but why, as in what was the after effect. And the question was like, where would you recommend someone to go for a trip of self-discovery? This is a good one. I'm going to need you to go first. Sure. Um, I'm very biased. Um, Peru will forever have a piece of my heart because I I was there for three and a half months. And uh, I mean, South America in general will have a piece of my heart. I think there's so much you can learn from it. You, You just see these civilizations that have been going on for two, three thousand years. And, and how can you not be moved by that? Um, I mean, my whole research in college was based off of a three, four thousand year old civilization and learning how they 
adapted to society. I mean, I was on the Super Trip podcast talking about this um, and my research with that. I forever will have a piece of my heart. I mean, literally, like, it also has, like, monetary value for me. And, like, I own a llama. So I got to go visit Pablo. Uh, Pablo. No, it will always be Pablo. Listen, non-gender conformative. Uh, for the specific instance, when I was living in Cusco, uh, I had been joking around with my host family that I really, really, really wanted to buy a llama. And my host mom kept saying to me, you're never going to buy one. Nope. Don't do it. Mm-mm, not going to happen. So I went into a village one day on my own. And, like, the crazy thing is, like, a lot of the people I studied abroad with, like, don't really know that I own the llamas. So for y'all, y'all listening, when we go back next year, you're going to meet Pablo. Uh, I went into this village on the outskirts of Cusco, and I was talking to this woman. She was weaving blankets just on the street. She was talking to me about how she was getting really frustrated that her llamas weren't producing enough fur and, and it was or wool, and it was just really been a hard year for her and she'd been saying she's trying to sell some of her llamas and i was like oh like how much would a llama go for and she goes 100 soles which is about the equivalent to like 30 or 40 us dollars i'm like hmm okay that's not bad and she goes would you like to buy them i go what she said you can buy them I'm like, I can own a llama. She goes, I have an email address. I will email you updates if you send me 100 soles a year. And you will personally own him and I will send you sweaters. And we looked at each other. We shook hands. I gave her my email address. I gave her 100 soles. She let me make his neckwear. So that way she, it, they know that he is my llama. Um... And there I was. I had a llama. There you go. There you have it. Went back to my house. Mom showed a picture. And she said, you ever bring this llama to my house? I will kick you out. So I never brought it. But uh, her and um, me and um, my host mama llama, I don't really know what to call her. Um, she's a wonderful, beautiful human. Um, she is extremely Quechuan, uh, extremely Incan. And she would help me a lot with my Quechua and whatnot. And we emailing a Quechua so I can still keep it up. And a couple months ago, she, not really a couple months ago, last year, we found out Pablo is a girl. Wow. I, Pablo got pregnant. And Pablo's having twins. And in the email, she said, you're going to be a grandma llama. Oh, my God. Yep. Yep. That's hilarious. Pablo is due in a month, and I have to go back next year to meet the babies. It's going to be an experience. I love this. I want all the pictures. All the pictures. I I love this llama with my heart and soul. And she sends me uh, bi-monthly updates now. Like, starting this year, she's been emailing me every other month with updates of her, him. I'm going to go it- um, to be non-gender conformative yeah. here. Uh, but Papa's the best. Listen, he licked my face when we met. We connected. We had a bond. And now I have a llama and a second family. 
And so I'm going next year to meet the babies. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, I guess for me, a lot of my traveling has been with my family for vacation. And my mom just loves the beach. So I've been to a lot of beaches. But I think when I... So, I mean, I've loved all my beach trips. But if it comes down to a trip where I, like, had a self-discovery... It was when I did my service trip in Tennessee in college. Aww. Yeah. I mean, because I had to go into the mountains of Tennessee. Mm-hmm. No cell service. Mm-hmm. I stayed in this cabin. Um, you know, no internet, no TV. And then I also had to like go to the bathroom in an outhouse and shower in like this little hut thing yeah yeah. i I shouldn't say a hut i don't know what this was but i didn't stay in a house it was like kind of camping it was in a cabin but i mean i helped uh you know do work around the farm Mm -hmm. um we helped do work for oh my gosh I forget what kind of Native Americans they were. I can't remember specifically what tribe it was. Uh, but we we did work for them. We learned about their culture. And it was just very interesting. And then also to see, I guess, a different side of myself. Because before I thought, oh, like camping, like I can't do that. Like, ick. Um, ick? Ick. Specifically uh, ick? Yeah. But <laughs> but I mean I did it, um, and it was very interesting to see that I could do that. Um, like really putting yourself, like testing your limits. Yeah, yeah, I really tested my limits there, and then I also got to meet all these amazing people on the trip and have have a bond with them. Mm-hmm. So we went on this trip together. I mean, I ended up having a good time. Mm-hmm. It was like in the middle of uh, holiday break for college. Mm-hmm. So, like, I sacrificed my last week at home over the break to go do this trip. Yeah. Freezing cold. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jesus. So cold. Um, but, yeah, it was so much fun. I I loved it. I think the biggest thing, too, with, like, self-discovery and whatnot is you really have to, one, be willing to test your limits because the only way you're going to really see who you are is when, like, every possible thing can go wrong and mm-hmm. then see how you react. Like, there was a time, um, I feel like half my stories are from Peru. We There was a group of us, we did this weekend trip, and we really wanted to go to Lima, and we really wanted to do these dune buggies, and it was, like, four... We went to Paracas Nat- National Reserve. Paracas is, like, a really, really famous area. Um, you, the Nazca lines are nearby, but Paracas National Reserve is known for the beaches. It's known for the desert and, and the water line. So we had to take a bus from Lima to Paracas. Um, little did we know, we fucked up on the bus times going back. Uh, and we booked our bus trip for 8 a.m. And we saw it um, as 12, but it didn't say 12 a.m. or p.m. And we bought the 12 p.m. ticket. So we get back to the bus station and it's 5 p.m. And all of a sudden, oh, there's no more buses that day. And we were we were fucked. 
we literally were stranded, no place to stay. Nobody had a ton of cash on them because we thought we were going back to our hostel in Lima. Um, some people didn't have their passports on them, so they had no identification. Some people didn't even have phones. Uh, and also on this trip, multiple people got, we went swimming in the waves. We got taken under by waves. A girl had her GoPro. She lost her GoPro. Uh, another girl had her whole wallet stolen during the trip. So we were like five girls just hanging out in Paracas National Reserve. Some people had shit, some people didn't. And we had to figure out a game plan of how we were going to get back to Lima. Like literally, we were in the middle of nowhere and just had to like figure shit out. That's rough. And it's rough. And that was like honestly one of the, the biggest tests of my limits because usually when I get into really shit situations where if everything goes wrong, I can. Uh, and in this one, we found a bus that was leaving in 30 minutes, and we were sprinting to get on this bus. Like, they held the door open but kept the bus moving. And it was one of those big, like, charter buses, and we're, like, jumping onto the bus as it's going, like, 15 miles an hour. <laughs> That's amazing. Dude, I tripped and fell on my face, like, four times. You know what that makes me think of? Remember when I visited you before I moved here for my birthday? Mm-hmm. And so here's what had happened. Um, we, it was Sunday. Sunday I was flying back, yeah? Yep. Sunday evening I was flying back. And this was before I moved here. I completely underestimated how long it would take the train to get to Penn Station. And then from Penn Station to get to Newark Airport. Completely underestimated oh, that time frame. my God. So, um, we... We're racing to get onto the queue. When we say we were running through the streets, we were running through the streets, running um, through the streets we, with my woes. We all of them. We got on the queue. I was panicking the whole time. I was like, it's gonna be fine. But I think secretly in her head, she was panicking. Um, I was. I was. I did not keep it together. I. We got to the train station. I got my ticket and everything. And I got on the train right before the doors closed. And then from there, I got on the train, right? And I thought, oh, I'm going to be fine. Like, I'm going to make it to the Everything's airport. Everything's fine. Uh, no, we got stopped for like 10 minutes because somebody got on the train without a ticket. So got I... Got New Jersey Transit. Oh, my gosh. I was panicking even more. I got to the airport. And it was maybe... I had 20 minutes, 20, 30 minutes before my plane was going to board. Luckily, I had no checked baggage. Um, God bless. I'll carry on. And I ran up to a security guy. Also, in New York airport, they have, like, two levels for security. Like, if you are, um, like, an elite member or whatever. Someone like that. You can go on the top floor. But then if you're just a regular person like me, you have to go bottom floor. Us common folk. Us common folk. Us common people. <laughs> oh, God. It's going to stick so, with me, isn't it? No, 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 no. Uh, so, anyways. I, hate it. I ran up to security. I was like, hey, man, my plane is boarding in 20 minutes. Is there any way you can help me out? I gotta get back to mm -hmm. Ohio. And he, what a guy. He got me through a shorter line. God bless him. There I, are good people out there. 
I got to my gate um, like two minutes before the door was closed. This is also similar to the time where when I was leaving Ohio to go home to go to Peru and I didn't have my passport. Oh, when I had to bring you back your and passport. And I got all the way through security and realized I didn't have my passport and it and in an hour, my plane was boarding. So I had taken Alyssa to the airport. What was this? A summer of 2016. Mm-hmm. May, May 2016. Yes. Like a, two days before I was leaving. Yes. So I took her to the airport and everything. And I get a call from her right as I got back to campus. She was like, hey, I need you to bring me my passport. <laughs> and, I, and I knew exactly who was sitting. It was in my desk drawer tucked away and thought it was safe and i was like all right dude i got you i, I had the keys to her apartment because i was gonna watch this while she girl was gone. pulled up on the departures like runway left her car running and ran to security i put my hazards on i like ran inside i got her her passport you're welcome i thought I was going to get to Florida and, like, not make it to Peru. Like, it was just going to be, well, there goes my research. There goes the last four years of school. But I got published, so that's what matters. There you go. You done did it. Done did the damn thing. So I think I think kind of like the big takeaways from this. Um, one, one, be okay to test your limits. Uh, two, it's okay if everything fucks up when those limits are tested. Uh, and three, just like go with the flow. See what happens. Don't, don't like, I think kind of the questions we were getting were they wanted like these set parameters and like these set guidelines. And it's like, I don't have that. I, I don't like to have guidelines and, and, and like itineraries or agendas when I when I travel a ton because yeah, that yeah. that kind of like breaks that kind of loses the authenticity to it and it loses the whole creative like out of your comfort zone element. I mean, you know, no, no, I've been on I've been on trips before. Mostly with my family that have been to a set plan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been on a trip with you before, and we had an itinerary going on. Yeah, but to a point. I've I've had fun on those vacations, but I've also had a ton of fun on the vacations I've had where there was no plan. For example, when my one friend got married that whole week, there was really no plan. Mm-hmm. Just relax the whole week, did whatever we want. This past weekend, we really had no plan at all. Nope. Uh, we didn't get the rental car until this this past week, mm-hmm. like two days before we had to get it. We were like, fuck it. Um, we shout out to Turo. Yeah, shout out to Turo for that car. Sponsor us. Sponsor us. Uh, but we had no set plan this weekend. Uh, we took suggestions from locals. So on Saturday morning, me... Eric and Brittany, we went to a CrossFit gym, of course. I did um, not. I slept in. You and Scott slept in. And we mm-hmm. went to this CrossFit box, and we worked out with them, and we asked them, where should we go? What's there to do? They gave us suggestions, and then we took it from there. Yeah, we took it from there. I mean, 
all we 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 got ready for the day we left the house we're like all right let's go grab breakfast and we'll just go yeah. from there and we ended up finding cute little areas of shops and I shout mean, out to the greeting next cafe they gave us that free creme brulee french toast oh my gosh it smells so, so good watering. Um, but for me, I, I, I just say don't don't have an agenda. Don't be one of those people. Like, don't have an itinerary set where it's, like, hour by hour. Like, no, that takes away so much of, like, the magic to it. It's okay to have maybe, like, an idea. An idea of what you want to do. Yeah. I think, yeah, go with that and then see what happens. Because also when you go according to plan, it usually doesn't work out that way. Nope. Um, nope. Yeah. Things, things work out the way that they're supposed to be. You can't, you can't. I feel like that's the way the universe laughs at you. It's like, haha, bitch walk. Haha. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Not today. (laughs) Not today, fucker. Usually what the universe says to me. It's a little aggressive. Your universe is a little bit more. Dude, it's been a rough, like, couple months. The moons and shit have been all over the place. All the alignments. I had to buy, like, crystals this weekend because everything has been not great. I need to light some sage when I get home. Definitely. Well, we're kind of going into our last segment here. Question of the week. I didn't put it on the outline because... I wanted to surprise you. Okay, I panicked. No, I had one. Okay, because I didn't have one. <laughs> so, if you could be an inanimate object, what would you be and why? Oh my gosh, what? Yep. An inanimate object. And why? Oh, I'd be a piano. Aw, you music lover. I'd be a piano. Um, pianos are pretty to look at. I mean, they're kind of like artwork mm-hmm. in a way, depending on the piano. You can create something beautiful with it. There's a lot of things you could do with a piano. Wow, this is good. Okay, keep going. I like, yeah, I like where I mean, this is headed. Wow. I guess as the musician in me, I feel like there's always like a song in me that always wants to get out. And a piano, there's always a song on a piano that wants to get out, so. Wow, man, that was really good. Mine was stupid. <laughs> Let's go. Let's hear it. I'm ready for you to look stupid. All right. A multifunctional pen. <laughs> like with all the things, like all the you colors. You see Caleb's face. And he's like... <laughs> What? Are you talking about like the pens with like, all like all the different inks? Dude, I used to play with those pens. Because I all am the colorful, people, you can be distracted with them. You could be a stress reliever. Um, it is functional. <laughs> I really thought about this. You just want to be a functional person. <laughs> don't have a lot of functionality in my life and and i just really thought it'd be nice to be like to have a purpose you really thought about this my answer just kind of rolled out of my head wow man i was like i want like red green blue black and maybe a pencil too 
so you could like erase away some things. Sometimes I want to erase away my mistakes. Why do you get to be two different things? It's only one person. A multifunctional pen. Uh, hey, yeah, I said an inanimate object. There was no limitation as to where the inanimate object could be or could go. Well, damn. Yeah, man. All right. I've been I thinking mean, about it all week. I'm still sticking with my answer. Still going with it. I'm still sticking with my multifunctional <laughs> pen. I'm sticking to my guns here. It's a great one. It is a good one. It is a good one. I asked my mom what she would be. You know your street for Halloween? You should be a pen. Shut up. I'm not going to be a pen. I asked my mom and she was like, I would be a wooden pumpkin. One, because she loves fall. And two, she she, she loves pumpkins. And that was her rationale. <laughs> she goes, and you could put a candle on me and I will light up the world. And I was like, mom. She was like, I'll make faces and everything too. I was like, great. Thanks, mom. Real, real good. Oh, she kills me. I, I, I bet all the questions past her because I let her tell me if they're stupid or not. And I think I vetted like like 10 questions this past her. And she was like, don't do that. Don't do that one. Like she would look at me and be like, that's really stupid. Nobody's going to like that. I'm like, thanks for the support, mom. <laughs> Love you, mom. Thanks. Love you, mom. Appreciate it. Welcome, guys. That wraps us up. Yes. Thank you for listening this far <laughs> this is i hate this part because i never know what to say i'm shitty at it i don't like closing things out it's not my style not my forte i don't like things to end but all good things must come to an end all good things must come to See an what end I did there. <laughs> before we end though next week uh, if you guys don't understand that every five episodes we do a sex episode, it's episode 20. We're having another sex episode. Please, please, please write us in with any questions that you have. We are going down and dirty again. The last sex episode, we talked about pegging. We talked about kinks. We talked about everything and anything. So write us in with your questions. We will answer them again. We'll keep them anonymous. We play Would You Rather every time. If you want some weird Would You Rathers, bring them on in. Because otherwise, we're going to look them up on the internet. Yes. And it ain't that fun when we do that. Like we always say, we want to be a user-generated podcast. Mm-hmm. User-driven. In order to be that, we need you. You know? We need you. We, 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 will be, we need you. We will be your voice. You just got to give us your ideas, man. And we'll go with it. Or woman. Keeping it together podcast at gmail.com is where you can write in or DM us on Instagram, keeping it together podcast. Uh, and again, find us on all channels iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Amazon, Alexa, and any pod. We're everywhere. We've got everywhere. Our Patreon page goes live. But talk, talk soon. to us. And you can pay us. I think I'm a talk. I'm, I'm a very talkative person. Yo, we're but gonna I get also hats. I'm a good liner, li- li- liner. A liner. A listener. I'm a good listener when people talk to me. And we're gonna get hats. So like that's cool. Oh yeah, we're gonna get hats. It's gonna say K I T. Wear me on your head. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. 
Oh, oh. Not on that <laughs> note. I'm um, once again, note. guys. I'm Melissa. I'm Sabrina. I need to go to bed. And thanks for keeping it together <laughs> with us this week. And we'll see you next week for the sex episode. Good night. <laughs>